Hi, we're Amy and McKenna, both business owners, photographers, and a small part of this Spark community. Spark is a group of Christian women creatives that meets weekly to discuss our faith, our lives, and our businesses. Because let's be honest, we just can't do it alone. Our mission is to be a weekly place of rest for creatives, to find a safe space to connect with God and grow in their faith. We want to invite you to be part of that when your coffee's running low and you're on the go. We'd love to meet you where you're at. Come join the conversation. Hi, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Spark the Podcast. I'm Amy, here with our other host, McKenna. Hi, guys. And we're so excited that you're here. I don't know about you guys, but it is two days until Christmas, and we cannot wait. Amy, I am so pumped. Not only is my mom coming to town, but Nick and I will be spending our first Christmas together engaged. Woohoo! <laughs> guys, if you don't know, McKenna and Nick got engaged. What is it? Almost almost two weeks ago now, right? Yeah, two weeks. And uh, Crazy. It was so special. And he set up amazing scavenger <laughs> hunt <laughs> around Morristown, uh, where we live, and it was really cool. Um, and Amy was there all the stuff of the way, so it didn't feel like not natural. Like I don't know, we would have naturally like taken videos and photos of us along the scavenger hunt. I don't know, but it felt like very normal having your best friend there and. I, I really thought I was going to keep it together, Amy. Like, I thought that I wasn't going to cry. Like, okay, it's about time that he did it. You know, I knew he had had the ring for a month. Um, so I was like, let's go. And um, I lost it when I saw him. I think it was a surprise for you, too. That I, like, cried so much and that Nick cried. Yes. And- I couldn't believe it. I, you know, because we were so happy as we were going along. You were literally skipping. You know, it was just such a a joyous adventure. And then we get to the top of the hill and McKenna was like, do you want to go ahead? And I like ran up this like massive hill. I'm like sweating. I've got her jacket, my jacket, all the camera stuff. And I see Nick at the top of the hill. I went behind him, you know, just to be able to capture McKenna's reaction when she's coming up the hill. And I just thought that it was going to be this really happy and exciting moment. But as soon as McKenna walked up to Nick, you know, they both started crying. There were... It was still happy and exciting. Yes. It was just a lot of, like, <laughs> emotion. Like, oh, my gosh, this is really happening. And, yes. you know, it yeah. was like a promise being made already that was, like, just the overwhelming part, I think. It's like, oh, this is... This is like the real deal. We're really getting married. Like he's going to be my husband and he's down on one knee. Oh my gosh, he's down on one knee. I remember getting yes. back and I was like, did you even ask me to marry you? And he's like, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what did I, did I say yes? He's like, yeah, you said yes. I asked you and you said yes. I was like, okay, just checking. Aww. So, it was, it was, it was, it was such a cool moment and so exciting. So congratulations, McKenna, your first Christmas engaged and yeah. This has to be so exciting. What are you guys doing? What? How are you celebrating Christmas this year? We're really excited. I feel like I've seen some memes or something where it's like, oh, I, I you know, planned ahead of time. I wrapped all my presents. But now that we're here, I'm like, oh, no, I forgot this person. I need to go to the store. And like, I need, <laughs> you know, like everything's backed up with like um, deliveries. And so I'm like, oh, I, you know, it is, it is what it is. And I yep. think that, um, you know, it, it makes me focus more on like what the reason for the season, but Amy, tell me about what you have planned for your kiddos. <laughs> you know, everybody knows that you have a three and a five-year-old and yes. they're like the cutest things ever, but I'm sure that they're getting super excited for what's to come. Yes. They are so excited. They literally wake up every day. We made the, this little paper chain where they wake up every um, morning and they rip off a chain. They go, we're one day 
closer to Christmas. They're counting down. We've been baking Christmas cookies. The Amazon boxes have been arriving like one after the other every day. Um, Amy FaceTimed me the other day. And she's like, <laughs> look in here. And it's like in their basement, taking up like a quarter of their entire basement. Like, so they have a pretty big basement. And yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is just like being able to, I mean, is that just how you're going to spend your Christmas Eve? It's yes. just wrap and unpack wrap tape. <laughs> yeah. You know, those people who like, you know, well before Christmas, like have all of these like beautifully wrapped presents under the tree. It's like, that is not us. Like we literally wait until Christmas Eve. We wrap everything. We try to get the kids to bed early. And then Matt and I just have like a whole evening where we sit by the fire, we build, we wrap. And it is just one of those things where I always try to get to bed at a normal time, but we end up you know, going to bed. Matt goes to bed at like one. I'm up until like four making everything, you know, perfect and just making sure that, you know, when the kids come downstairs, it's just a joyous moment of excitement and surprise. So we it's are... a good thing you're a night owl. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. We're really looking forward to that. But also <laughs> prayers that I'll be able to stay awake and get it all done would be great. <laughs> Well, today we want to do something a little simple, but truly meaningful. We want to share the Christmas story, the true reason we celebrate. We're going to go read through the good news of the birth of our Savior right from the Bible. And then we're going to talk through some of our favorite parts together. We hope this story will encourage you, bring you joy, and point you to the goodness of our Savior. If you want to read along with us, you can join us in your Bibles. Today we're starting out in Luke 1, 26. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who is unable to conceive is in her sixth month, for no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried down to the town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zachariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leapt for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promise to her. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has made me mindful of the humble state of his servant. For now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done a great thing for me. Holy is his name. 
His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm, and he has scattered those who are proud in their innermost thoughts. He brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months and then returned home. We're going to read Matthew 1, 18 through 25. This is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she found out to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save the people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. Finally, today we're going to read from Luke 2, 1 through 20. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the son of David, because he belonged to the house and the line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and put him in a manger because there was no guest room available to them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in a town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby, wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angel had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem to see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told to them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. This is the part we want to touch on today. This beautiful birth of the baby Jesus was a sign to these shepherds, and it's a sign to us. 
You see, these shepherds watching from the hill were not just any shepherds. They were Levitical shepherds. Their job was to watch over the lands that were to be used for the Passover, the sacrificial lands. The Levitical shepherds didn't just stumble into this position. They were given this position when they were very young to keep watch. One of the primary tasks was to make sure none of the lambs were blemished when given birth. Mary and Joseph had just traveled a long and probably dangerous journey from Nazareth to Bethlehem for the census. It was common on journeys like this for people to travel with swaddling cloths in case someone died en route so they could uphold the Jewish laws and bury them within 24 hours. Mary and Joseph arrived in Bethlehem, and I don't know about you, but I always pictured them going from end to end, something like an old-timey holiday inn, and looking for a place to stay. Most likely, they were hoping to stay with a relative in the area, and their guest room was already full, so they offered them a lower room on their property, the room where the animals stayed. In my mind, I saw this as the open-air wooden structure I see depicted in most nativity scenes. The truth is... The place that the animals were kept at this time most likely, likely resembled a cave, an underground room carved out of rock. When Jesus was born, Mary and Joseph probably wrapped him in what they had laying around, in the cloths that they had with them from their long journey, the swaddling cloths, and they laid him in the manger. Imagine the sign the shepherds saw when they came into the room to visit the newborn king. You will find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and laying in a manger. This is a scene they would have been very familiar with. You see, when a new baby lamb was born, the shepherds would take it right away, wrap it in swaddling clothes, and lay it in a manger. This is because the sacrificial Passover lamb that the shepherds watched over had to be without blemish and without spot. Oftentimes, when baby lambs are born, they will flail around and injure themselves or break their legs. The shepherds would wrap them up in the swaddling clothes right after they were born to keep them safe so they could later be sacrificed. Imagine what a sign it must have been to them when they came to worship the newborn king and found a little baby in this underground cave-like room wrapped in swaddling clothes, death clothes, and lying in a manger, the same spot they would place a sacrificial lamb. What must this have looked like to the shepherds that night? What sign was this to them? What sign is it to us? John put it in this way when he saw Jesus walking towards him. Look, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. We have a God who loves us, a God that sent his son, Jesus, not only to forgive us from our sins, but to save us from them. This is the true meaning of Christmas. This is the perfect gift. For God so loved the world that he sent his only son. He sent Jesus to live a life without sin, a life that we can't live as hard as we may try. Jesus went willingly to the cross to pay a debt that was not his. Jesus came to save the whole world, including you and including me. Whoever believes in him will not perish, but will have everlasting life. God didn't send Jesus to forgive us for our sins. He sent Jesus to save us from our sins. As we hustle and bustle around this Christmas, we pray you look to Jesus, the author and protector of our life, and truly invite him into your hearts. We pray this Christmas you receive the ultimate gift, Jesus. Thank you so much for joining us today. What a joy it's been to celebrate this season with you. If you want to connect, you know where to find us at njspark.co or njsparkco on Instagram. And before we go today, we want to leave you with a few words from one of our favorite Christmas books, Song of the Stars. 
the animals stood around his bed. The whole earth and all the stars and sky held its breath. The one who made us has come to live with us. And a young mother, with no place to rest, nowhere to stay, kept it as a song inside her heart, our rescuer. And they gazed in wonder at God's great gift, lying in a bed of straw, wrapped in rags, a tiny little baby, heaven's son, sleeping under the stars that he made. Merry Christmas, guys. We hope you have a great one. We'll see you back here next week. Thank you.